0: All right, I got my Bible ready. Now, last week we looked at, well, for the last two weeks, we've been looking at David's sin. We looked at how he was uh, wrapped into an adulterous relationship. He was... uh, brought into a place he he brought himself into a place of worship of false idols by murder and sacrifice that were not of God. He brought himself into a place where he was in the wrong place. And so he he was in his sin. This is not going to be his last sin, but this is the sin that's going to affect him for the rest of his life. Um being caught up not where he's supposed to be, getting, having sex with Bathsheba and when, he wasn't, when she was married to someone else and, and murdering Uriah. And, and he didn't go into a redemptive state and a place where he was seeking redemption or re- repentance until God sent Nathan to speak to him. God gave him a chance to do so but he decided he was going to try to hide his sin, to cover up his sin, not be broken by his sin, not be down on his knees. And today we're looking at Psalm 51, which is accredited to David after he goes into that point of redemption. After Nathan has talked to him and he has seen the wrong that he has done. David writes this p- psalm. And he, blows, he, he cries out to God, Have mercy on me, O God. Have mercy on me, O God. How many of you have been there where you know that you are wrong? And you have done wrong. And our first instinct is to cover it up and to hide it and pretend we didn't do wrong. But we know we're wrong and we have to cry out to God, have mercy on me. According to your unfailing love, that word there, that Unfailing love is, some of your Bibles may say loving kindness. Some of them say may tenderness. May some, it's the word chesed in the Hebrew. That chesed is that word we don't have a fantastic English translation for. Because it's a word that is, is based on God's unfailing, his, his, his loyalty, His love for you. And how he desires to be in relationship with you. And he can show you this love that we have trouble fathoming. Most of our relationships are um, transitional. (coughs) We, We like or dislike something or love someone based on what they do for us. Whether they make you feel good, whether they help you, whether they, whether they bring something to the table, but this word Chesed, Chesed is a word. That says, no matter what we've done, or will do, or are doing, God loves because He is love. And so He said, "According to your Chesed, please show your mercy on me, according to your compassion." blot out my transgression my sin that time where i know i done done screwed up yes that's proper english <laughs> restore me Wash away my iniquities and cleanse me from my sins. For I know my transgression, my sins, is always before me. It's always right there. It's always... You know, every time I read that passage, I think of that passage in Macbeth. I'm not a Shakespeare fan, but I have read, you know, every one of his plays. And... um, and many of you have read them too. You remember that play in, in, uh, in high school where uh, the woman kills someone and she's rubbing her hands because she can't get the blood of out, out damned spot out. I think of that. It's always before me. My sin is always there. I either want to do it or I'm plagued by the guilt that I have done it. And because of that, I know that I have sinned against you and you alone. And we look at that passage and we think, well, how is that possible? I mean, you think Uriah thinks he sinned against them? Absolutely. Bathsheba, well, that was pretty good sin against her. About the people of Israel, he neglected his role as king. He abused his role as King of the nation of Israel. But he knows the ultimate. It's because I have sinned against you, God. I've done evil in your sight. And you know what? As king of any other nation surrounding Israel, his behaviors would have been perfectly okay. Any of the nations around him, he would have been all right because he was king. against you, God, I have sinned. I've tried to justify it. Surely I was sinful at my birth. Yet even there, your wisdom. Zoom in on verse 7. I'm going to throw you a four wrench. Zoom on on verse 7. What a gift. Thank you. Cleanse me with up. We'll get to that up in just a minute. Cleanse me, wash me that I may be whiter than snow. That I may be water whiter than snow. And what a wonderful gift. And what does the scripture tells us what makes of us that we may. Jesus Christ is our gift that makes us whiter than snow he is the one who has cleansed us he is the hyssop he is the one who has made us whiter than snow and oh that we never take that for granted that what a wonderful gift we have that God himself